Hello and welcome to the Field of Design podcast for your news, stories and nonsense from the sports apparel and sports creative industry. My name is Mason and on your left speaker is Nick Bassett. Oof, just on the left today. And on the right is Kit Lushev. I had some quirky uh, nickname gags, but now nobody will ever hear them. Ever again, ever again. Uh, guys, I've got, a little, where they were. I've got a little secret for you. If you would like to keep up with the visual references in today's show, you can by following the links in the podcast app's episode description. Otherwise, follow our Instagram at Field of Design Podcast for highlights from the show. You can also get in touch with us via our Instagram or via email at fieldofdesignpodcast at gmail.com. And that is the worst kept secret. How are we, fellas? We good? Having a good week. Yeah. Kids loving life. Yeah, thank you. I can speak on my own account. Um, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, footy finals have been pretty enjoyable, so I can't complain. A couple of decent UFC cards the last few weeks, so I'm happy. Can you fill me in? We'll talk at AFL in a second and league, I guess, if you want to. Can you fill me in? What, what's this business with um, Ben Hannon and Justin Hodges and Paul Gallen? I've been seeing promos for this. What what What's going on there? Well, apparently both of them are fighting him on the same night. So, Is it like uh, WWE where someone just like... No, no. And someone else rolls in? No. So one of them will fight him, then he'll get a, an hour's rest. And this is assuming that he doesn't lose or get knocked out. And then he'll face the next one. But no one knows who goes first yet. So it's it's just a bit of a shit show, to be honest. I'm not... Sh- I don't know how it actually gets sanctioned because, um, yeah... Anyway, you probably beat them both up. <laughs> I hope there's yeah. only one fight. Don't waste your money on it. No, no. Oh, I've, I've, I've never done a pay-per-view in, in my life. Not interested. Okay. okay. Uh, AFL, how exciting has that been? It's been good. Some few good games, and you'd be happy to see that, that Frio shit the bed in the end? I'm very fucking happy. <laughs> I'm, on the pies, I'm on the pies bandwagon. Are you now? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. How good is it watching the D's lose as well? That was pretty good, but uh, it was good to see Cronulla lose as well because they can get stuffed also. Oh, wow. <laughs> Bit of animosity, animosity there? No, I just don't like Cronulla. I love the, I love the uh, confidence that they get when they start to, um, to be, be on the winning side. Some of those teams that I feel like just never fully deserve to be there and then they start to um, get a bit preppy. Well, that's Freo. That's, that's a free little <laughs> football club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I had a very good weekend. I was very happy with all the footy results. Very positive. What about you, Nick? Uh, yeah, I'm just waiting for Thursday because apparently that's a night where Test Rugby's played. So we'll mm-hmm. see. Wallabies and All Blacks, and then oh yeah, we've got a few. Well, sorry, I've got a few colleagues that I think are heading down. It's in Melbourne, is it? The game? Yeah, yeah, Melbourne. Yeah. Mm. Now All Black All Blacks haven't been doing too well. Does that mean that Australia's in with a shot? They're in with a shot, but the All Blacks are so rubbish, and the Springboks are world champs, and they're so good that they're third or second in this comp behind the All Blacks. And this mm. is the worst All Blacks team in years, so shows how shit South Africa is at rugby, really. I've held the, the Bledisloe Cup, Nick, funnily enough. Did you, and have the to wear, did you have to wear the nice white gloves? or No. No? 
no. Do you want to hear the story? Go yeah, on. Then. So I lived in New Zealand for, oh, I've lived there a couple of stints, but the last time I lived there for a decent period of time, it was uh, I was in year eight and knew bugger all about, about rugby, right? Like I was from Perth, so just it was all about AFL. <clears throat> and um, a few All Blacks come to the school. This is a massive school. Like it was an intermediate school, which is year seven and eight. I think it was 800 kids or something. And in Gisborne, they just um, live rugby. Anyway, a few All Blacks came to the school. They packed us all into the school hall and they're like, all right, um, we're going to ask a couple of questions and uh, the two students who can get it right uh, get to come up and uh, get some photos and meet the All Blacks and, um, and uh, you know, touch the cups and this and that. I think the World Cup World Cup was there as well. I don't know, I can't remember. Anyway, um, they've asked some obscure question, which I had no idea about. And then the second question was like, okay, here's a hard one, guys. Who plays in the Tri-Nations Cup? <laughs> I fucking put my hand up. It's like, Australia, New Zealand, South Africa. And uh, went up there and I was just fucking hated for so long after that. They're like, this fucking Aussie knows nothing about rugby. He doesn't give a shit. I'm up there all smug just you know, basically making out with these trophies. <laughs> Licking um, the rim of the <laughs> yeah, flat yeah. Flat. <laughs> yeah, so interesting. Yeah, very good. You might be the most recent Aussie to touch it. Uh, <laughs> I knew that was coming. Uh, I'll, do the funny, I'll do the funny stuff, Nick. <laughs> That's his role, mate. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're potentially watching the fall of a dynasty. Could that mean that uh, Adidas might be on the way out too? Are they going to start walking if well, the All Blacks don't start performing? If the fall of a dynasty is um, winning the Freedom Cup, probably defending the Bledisloe and winning the Rugby Championship shit, I'd love to see what a good All Black team could do. Classic sports yeah. might sign them. Wouldn't that be a hoot? <laughs> well, speaking of classic, if we jump into the news... Um, so we're doing a bit of a catch up on, on news that we've missed over the past few weeks with some other special episodes. So, uh, yeah, classic have, uh, picked up the Knights, which I think we all kind of saw coming in some aspects, didn't we? Um, from newcastleknights.com, classic will produce the on-field, off-field apparel for the Knights National Rugby League, uh, the women's New South Wales Cup, um, Jersey Flag Cup. SG Ball, Harold Matthews Cup teams until the end of 2025. I saw they posted um, a bit of a show reel of of uh, them producing the Knights jersey. Did you guys see that? I did. I'm more intrigued on why or how they were able to announce this so early because contracts usually go until the 1st of November Um and O'Neills would want to be trying to selling sell some of the stock that they had. So I don't know whether that ended poorly or they just agreed to do it early. It was strange timing. Um, I saw what you're talking about in terms of the, uh, you know, the sublimation print offs and stuff. And lots of comments were people celebrating that there was no green box there. Now I don't know if you guys agree with me, but I looked at it and I'm pretty sure there's still a big green box there. So there's going to be some upset punters yeah. who are all celebrating the fact. Um, no. And speaking of upset punters, there was surely a lot of upset people upon hearing this news. So uh, classic, probably not the people's champion when it comes to this sort of stuff, I wouldn't have thought. Mm, that's a fair <laughs> assessment there. Got some bad news too. I think there's more announcements to come. So 
any teams who aren't signed up for next year, sit there and cross your digits and pray that it's not classic if you're that way inclined. <laughs> yeah. So a couple of things to break down break down there. Yeah, there's definitely a few people on, on socials that weren't too keen to to see Classic's name pop up and when we're referencing the the green box, yeah. The green box uh on It'll the, be there. It it will be there. It looks a bit skinnier. Um but yeah, when when you when you're sublimating when the ink comes out on the paper, uh particularly with blues and greens, well I've found in, in the past for me anyway that the they they tend not to clearly represent the colours that they are until they get onto the fabric. So Yeah, especially um, green, eh? It always comes out like a weird teal. So. Mm, I think it's something to do with the cyan ink. You know, traditionally when we talk cyan, cyan is quite a light colour, but in my experience with the brands that we've used for sublimation ink in the past, cyan is like a really dark, like a midnight yeah. blue type colour for some reason. Have no idea why. Um, so usually, yeah, when it must be something to do with the chemical reaction of when it's being transferred over or evaporated over onto the um the paper that or from yeah. the paper to the fabric yeah so yeah don't fret that green box ain't going anywhere <laughs> nib's not giving that up <laughs> no nah. and um perhaps kit the reason why uh the knights got to announce was because panthers also announced an extension with o'neills yeah, nice segue, but it's a little bit different. But I get what you're trying to say there. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think O'Neill's has the best quality stuff, but I think they're – I certainly don't think they're the worst either. I think they've done a pretty reasonable job with Penrith. Um, I mean, pretty hard to stuff up Penrith gear when you can simply lean on a pe- black heavy base and then just add their colours through it. But, um, yeah, another well, – till the end of 2027, I think I saw, so – Yep, 24 to 27. Do you reckon that, that um, O'Neill's opted not to go with the Knights because they needed to throw more money at the Panthers now that they're a premiership winning team? Uh, I wouldn't have thought so. From what I have been told, I think O'Neill's are sniffing around for other clubs. I think they're looking at other rugby clubs and I think they're even sniffing around the AFL space. So uh, mm. potentially watch this space in that in, in terms of their... Um, you know, their partners. Okay. So got any new ones. Speaking of new partners. Um, yeah, Matt. Rumour going around today. <laughs> I don't know if it's legit or not, but a couple of people sent it to me is that Hawthorne Hawks have signed with Sketches in terms of Sketches, the, the shoe brand. Okay. <laughs> uh, for their apparel maker. So what, for the actual sportswear for their, their Guernseys. Yeah. So it's certainly not no an unprecedented thing. I mean, St Kilda were done by piping hot. Yeah, I was just about to mention at, that at, at one point. Um, now, when I say when I say that, it was made by Burley Seacom, and then basically the naming rights were were, were owned by Piping Hot. So, uh, if it is Sketches, it'd be interesting to see whether they're going to have a crack at doing their own gear, or um, if they, you know, going to do the bait and switch and just get a New Balance or a, a Burley Seacom to make all the stuff. Well, that's what happens with New Balance now. <clears throat> I think. Melbourne Demons are the only team in the AFL that have New Balance partnerships that are actually with the corporate body New Balance. The other two or three teams that are New Balance are actually through TLA, I believe the company name is. Well, um, uh, also this week, West Coast Eagles, which I, don't, we, I think we've known for a while, West Coast Eagles uh, jumpers leaked with a New Balance logo on it. So <gasps> expect that to be announced soon. <laughs> Are you telling me that the relationship with Castor has not gone well? 
Apparently a not. Year deal or a three year deal ended what after year two? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kettle be a happy man. I will be. I'm not too happy because there oh. might have been another brand that approached them last year and was told that they're incredibly uh, happy with their castor relationship. So uh, <laughs> a little bit slighted in that regard. I mean, a lot can change in a year. So you know, let's let's be honest. Nice heads up, and New Balance and I, isn't something to be jumping up and down on. Let's yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, does New Balance have a head designer who's going to bring back the Oka Guernsey? I think not. Oh, let's give him a call. Hold on. Hold on. Let's Let me see. look at my phone. Uh, you have to know how to pronounce the word new before you can ring new balance, buddy. <laughs> how is it supposed to be? New. 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 Not new. Like N-O-O. New. New balance. Like New York. Correct. Is that right? That's the one. You new say new, new like you're saying like Foo Fighters. <laughs> Foo, new. Foo, too. New. Anyway. Righto. <laughs> you can tell there's uh, not much of a topic uh, no. written out this week. <laughs> We're winging it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's jump over to the round ball sticking in Australia. Uh, A-League's kits. They've been dropping over the last month or so. I've, uh, there's a, there's a link included in the episode description, which you can scroll through, which will be kind of fastly. There's all the kits, eh? All, all <laughs> there's the kits. like four teams done. <laughs> <laughs> Those Wellington Phoenix ones look fantastic. I guess this I... might be like a bit of a live blog that gets updated yeah. once a new kit gets dropped. Or maybe those teams yeah. just have nothing to update. <laughs> um, the jumping through quickly going from the top, we got Adelaide, um, who this brand I haven't actually seen before. Are you guys familiar Mizuno? with this brand? Mizuno? No, is that it's you can. Who can? Who? Exactly. Yeah. It's a nice kit, though. I don't mind it with the traditional collar there and. Proper knit collar. Yep. Yeah. Is the shirt itself knit as well? I think it might be. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that um, whatever the graphic is definitely looks like it's in the weave. It's woven in. Yeah. I'm just while yeah. you guys critique, I'm just going to do a quick scope. Yeah, on and then who you've this got the, the ribbed cuffs as well. I think it's a classy kit. It's pretty nice. And then we've got the Central Coast Mariners, which. I don't really dig the fabric. It's awfully glossy and Shiny, sheeny. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It looks like looks cheap. I think the sleeves look a bit long, and then the the neck collar's a bit bit wide. So I'm not a massive fan of that. Um, Especially on the home, probably just yeah. the way it sits. Eh? Yeah, god awful. Um, Is it a good then... when Adelaide United come out saying all you need to know about you can? <laughs> Apparently, people need to know something. Chinese sportswear brand Yukan as its new global technical partner. Yeah. Okay. Look, Founded they're probably in the, 1988. The there you go. They're probably the best kit released so far. So <clears throat> I actually like uh, the Sydney FC stuff. Yeah, the graphics different, eh? Yeah, it's obviously the Opera House. I was there a couple of weeks ago, and yeah, I didn't realize that the Opera House, all it is, is just tiles on the roof. Mm. I had no idea. I thought it was some sort of, uh, I, don't, I don't know what I thought it like was. A rend- like a rendered rendered thing or concrete something. slab or something, yeah. Oh, I just obviously knew there was that pattern. I just thought it was some sort of 
I don't know, NASA-inspired fucking New Age, some sort of bullshit. It's just plain old bathroom tiles. I tried ripping one off. I was going to sell it on eBay. Jeez. Anyway. What are your thoughts on the collar of the Awaken? I don't, I don't mind it. Something different. I don't mind it, actually. Hmm. <clears throat> I don't mind it different. I don't mind a lot of what Under Armour does, to be honest. Nick, you and I have tried to do a few collar types like this in our in our time. I like the the um that kind of small uh, under tab yeah. uh, uh, on top of the V um in the, the the neck banding there. I think it's a nice kind of finished detail. It comes up really well. I get a yeah. lot of um Chelsea vibes. Is it this year's Chelsea kit, the blue one that's kind of got those tonal oh, patterns that yeah. that break yeah. Yeah. Last year's well, one. Last yeah. season, yeah. Yeah, oh, with I... the zigzag and then the checkerboard look. Yeah, yeah. Nah, them and, them and Adelaide have done a good job. Mariners aren't anything to jump jump up and down about. No. No, we agreed that we hated them. Yeah. <clears throat> the others are slow. Um, speaking of slow. The this NBL. podcast? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> NBL yeah. has also done a release. Um, I don't know. Is it every team yet? When I last checked, it wasn't. No. Uh, and to be honest, there's not a lot here that I love. I'm a bit of a sucker for these uh, for these NBL releases, but uh, the Illawarra oh. one looks more like a sort of city-inspired jersey than, than a home jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot and without a sponsor, it looks so weird. With it everything does. So it low. Looks so low. It looks shit ass. Um, looks like they're missing a couple of sponsors, actually. Wow. Yeah. Right chest and center front. Melbourne United. Nothing really too inspiring either, is it? And uh, uh, to be honest, home kit's fine. I don't mind that. For simplicity. To be honest, the whole the whole release for me is a bit underwhelming. When I. Agree. I when I jump I have- through here, there's nothing here that's really jumping out. Remember, I remember we did this. We may not have gone to air with this last year, but um, we did this the NBL project last year, and I think we were yep. quite excited with some of the stuff yeah, that was we coming were. out. Yep, the, I, the I don't Jack- mind the the Phoenix, but that's simply because I just obviously love those colorways. Um, I think the Kings is probably the one I hate the most. Yeah, pairing the pinstripes with. The indigenous patterning on the side there. I just don't think it's been executed very well. Yeah, I hate the word font too. So is yeah, it bla- a, black on know. black on yellow on purple? Looks like it. Is that yeah. is that their colorway? I, yeah, that's, yeah, it is. Yeah, right. Um, the Jack Jumpers have they actually got a more simplified logo there? Have they toned that down? Um, <clears throat> I'd imagine it'd be somewhere in their logo suite, but it, I, I I think it's new. From mine. Yeah, they sort of added to the word mark from last year, right? I think last year they just had the word mark or yeah. they had the full Jack Jumper face on there. They didn't kind of have that more um, simplified version, but I don't mind that. Works well. Nah. It's a little bit confusing now. I get you getting that Tasmanian sh- space in the uh, Tasmanian shape in the negative space there below the, the text, but for someone that may not know the history, I think it might look like Thunderbolts or something like that. Yeah. And a heart. And a heart. Yeah. 
not not to get confused with uh, the hidden heart in other sports logos. Hey, Kit. Yeah, absolutely. No idea what you're talking about. But speaking of heart, I love our next topic, and that is the AFLW Indigenous Guernseys. Um, yes. I've seen these pop up in drips and drabs the last couple of weeks, and every one that I see, um, I think I think as a whole, I prefer them to what the actual AFL rolled out with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's some absolute crackers in here. I second that. That uh, that Brisbane Lions one. I mean, firstly, I'll give it point, brilliant. give it give it points for not ripping off any uh, intellectual <laughs> property, which is a massive bonus. So. <laughs> Good work there, but um, that is that is awesome. I just love what they've done there. The textures in it, the actual yeah. paint mm. strokes. Yes, absolutely. And they didn't feel the need to crowd it or overcomplicate it by whacking a big line on there. So, mm-hmm. um, I, I love that. Yeah, as as opposed to um, West Coast, who still felt the need to to put a an eagle on theirs, but seem to have missed the mark. Oh, that's shit. <laughs> have you seen one? that one? <laughs> yeah, that's just sort of there, eh? It's too low as well. Gee, the Bulldogs one's interesting too. Guys, it looks like a looks like a used pad or something. I don't know. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm that, sure, um... there's a, sure there's a reason behind that one. Yeah. No. <laughs> not a lot of cultural sensitivity in that comment, was there? I'm sorry. No. Um, <laughs> but the Richmond one's another one I love. I love those earthy, ochre colours that, um, like you alluded yep. to, Mason, um, looks sort of organic rather than fully, you know, vectorized or. Yeah, for sure. And there's a little sneak peek of what that NIB logo is looking like on the um the oh, other good stuff. point. They've thinned oh, it down point. there. It does have the rounded edges. Mm. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, yeah. And the other one I like, I don't know why, but uh, the Port Adelaide one. Just yep. Yeah, those sick. colours work so well together, eh? Yeah, yeah. Great colours. I, yeah, I don't, I'd almost buy I don't know whether the – I have no idea whether AFLW <clears throat> retails men's Guernseys, but I'd almost um, – Buy a couple of these ones. They look awesome. I know they're yeah. um, auctioning off the the lions ones, mm-hmm. the, the player ones. But yeah, that that lions color combination it just works so well with indigenous art. They don't to have me, to do anything with their colors, and it, it's that one's brilliant. To me, it seems like the and I could be wrong here, but it seems like the first year that they've really. Uh, given the AFLW their own artwork and their own stories rather than dragging heavily from the AFL. Yeah, I think Hawthorne's is quite similar, isn't it? And as well... And Carlton. Uh, is, is it? Similar look yeah. without having yeah. them side by side. I know Adelaide's S- is. Sydney's looks very similar. Carlton's looks very similar. Yeah. Maybe even S- uh, Essendon's, but... No, no, Essendon's Essendon's surely different because we know for a fact that Essendon wouldn't have a red Guernsey with a black sash. It's black Guernsey with red sash. So that, remember um, this year's one was McDonald Tip and Woody's design and we were talking about the the ghosting in the fade. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right, yep. So this one's certainly different. It definitely caught my eye being a, a red Guernsey with, a what you could argue is a black sash nearly yep, or is so the black just the outline and the, and the red detailing in it is the sash mm. technicalities who knows we had rob last week to tell us about seat belts and 
uh, you know, grains of wheat and this and that. So, yeah, if, which if is a good point to raise if you haven't listened to our two-parter with Rob Meredith from footyjumpers.com, um, go back, hit pause um, because those episodes are well worth the listen. So um, two-parter and what a great edit last week's episode was. Lazy me just put, put a... Uh, <laughs> A track on at the start and a track on at the end and hit submit. <laughs> so <laughs> I thought it was very, very well, very well done for what it's worth, mate. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Felt like Easy I was cheating stuff. the system a little bit. <laughs> um, look, I've been actually reminiscing a little bit around Indigenous um, design since we last spoke, and I think I've come up with a little bit of a um, pattern as to what I think works well and what doesn't. And I think the first thing is the dots need to be at a realistic size. So if we're seeing dots that are not the size that you would actually be painting the dots on, then I think we're, you know, you know, when they say like uncanny valley, you know, when you're watching yeah. like CGI or something and you get in that uncanny, uncanny valley, that's what and I that's, reckon. <clears throat> that's where that reds one comes into from 2022. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think if the dots are not a realistic size, then it's just, it's, it's not, you know, something's off. And I reckon the other thing, Kit, which you did highlight just before was the, um, what was the terminology used that the more um, natural or organic, organic, authentic strokes and lines, if we're getting a lot of harsh edges or we're getting a lot of clipping masks with things inside clipping masks, then it really throws um, the art out. But I certainly know with my experience in most circumstances, um, as opposed to normal, when we say less is more, when it comes to indigenous art, more is more. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think the Brisbane one there is breaking the trend a little bit, right, with having... I think another thing to add to that is probably we're starting to see not just the flat dot designs, we're starting to see depth and texture and, and different things like that getting added. And as they go, they get better and better, like that yeah. Brisbane one or something I think like the other stuff we've seen. Fremantles as well, I think, might have a similar... Um, similar um you know dot texture to it i think if it's the same as the men's one yeah i I, then... I mentioned it last week with rob but um if you want to see one that i think's done done poorly take a look at the 2018 western bulldogs indigenous guernsey um i think i said last week to rob it looks more like a subway map than an actual indigenous art like it's all very straight lines perfect circles uh, there's some sort of footprints which are just the, the you know the repeat of the same foot over and over. So, um, what you yeah what you guys are basically saying now and where we've evolved to is is you know much better than than that. Yeah, there's there's no depth to that. Eh? It's all just flat. It's there. There's nothing mm-hmm. to add to it. Um, Someone's got a message. <laughs> Someone's a popular. That Carlton one's another one with a whole heap of sort of depth and, and grain to it and real earthy sort of texture. Yeah. What else you got there, Nick? Some stuff from Europe? Yeah, I guess with the FIFA World Cup around the corner. Should have already happened, but... Did we just... touch on this Puma one already? No, not live. No, I think we had it in one of our draft run sheets for a few weeks ago, but then it dropped when we realised we weren't going to have the time to get to it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, this is a few weeks old now, but since we're doing a sort of news recap, the, the Puma 
jerseys for the World Cup have released and their home kits are a bit more traditional, but these away kits, um, how would we describe this? It's like a central square, almost like a graphic tee, and it's just well, like they did for the last European Championships with the name across the centre front. It just doesn't work. Well, this a... is why I think we've touched on it before because I remember saying that these look like they have been designed just to be replicated as cotton T-shirts. It was in our yep. group chat. Was it? Yeah. Yep. Right. Yeah, well, that's how I feel. And I was on the Puma website today doing a bit of research and whatnot, and um, actually that's that's what they come across as. That's what they look yep. like. Um, that they could just be literally screen print on the front and sold as that. So uber disappointing for people like us. Even something like the Senegal home kit like looks traditional with the logos and the, what you'd consider the correct places, but the chevron just stops. It doesn't even get to the seam or anything. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's just like, yeah, perfect for screen print, but what's the point? Yep, yeah, and yeah, I mean, Puma... Puma, Puma, they were the ones last World Cup, weren't they? So yeah, they're the ones who did the the name across the the chest, which they're almost making training kits as as away kits and stuff. It's, they're trying different things, which I guess you got to give them credit for, but nothing's really hit the mark yet. Some some of the assets I don't mind if it was coupled with a bit more design and a bit more love and care, but yeah, it's. Still yeah. very templatey, isn't it? Like they're a different. Oh, but they're very, not. yeah, yeah. So it's a bit like the. Sorry, it's a bit like the Big Bash, where it's a template, but it is somewhat mm. personalised to each team. Which reminds me, we got a tip. I need to. Uh, someone's met, reached out saying that they want to give us a tip on that, so I've got to reach out to them and get the details. <laughs> um, who do you think's making the calls on this type of stuff? Because Some marketing like, fuckwit. Oh yeah, that was quite <laughs> eloquent. <laughs> Gotta love marketing. <laughs> but like, is it a, is it a just a Puma directive from somewhere up top, or is it someone high high up in the creative divisions that are going? This is what we're going to do this year. Is it the intention of starting a trend, or is it just a cost cutting exercise when it comes to merch? Mate, it'd be it'd be cost it'd be cost driven at some point. There'd be um. Yeah, it would have to be. It'd have to be. They, the, the way they're doing replicas must be so much more cost-effective than what they would normally do, uh, and that has to be driving it because everywhere, every kind of comment I've seen online is just shit-canning them. So I don't know yeah. where any positivity would be coming from. Hmm. Okay. It's interesting because, you know, nearly every one of them's got a different collar sort of trim to it. Um, so they're not sort of templated in the way they're made. It's just the graphics. Mm. I don't mind the Serbian one. Red with the kind of gold uh, armbands yeah. trim and that. Yeah, some of the home kits are all right. Eh? That that one and the Uruguay one, I don't I don't mind either. Single button tab. Yeah. Yeah, just the awake. It's no inspiration. It's, it's sort of nothing. Although, as graphics on on graphic tees, you'd be happy with that. So, how do these match up against what Adidas are doing? Well, Adidas have pulled out more excellence. Have um, they done it again? They have done it again. 
bias. <laughs> more more kit of the year contenders. The uh, the Japanese ones have been getting absolutely crazy reviews. I personally can go yes or no with the Japan one. My personal favorites are the Mexico away, which has been ordered already, and the so, Germany away, which will be ordered. Japan away, did you say, is the one that's gathering the much, uh, much Japan attention? Ho- home and away. Um, home? Pfft, I'm not a fan of yeah. that show. Um, <laughs> homes, there's nothing special about that home one. It's, you can see what they're doing, eh? It's origami inspired. Yeah. But, so, yeah, sorry, uh, which were your favourites, Nick? Uh, the Mexico away and the Germany away. Uh, Mexico... Ooh, Mexico away. Yes, I can yeah. second that. And then the Germany away. I just, I love that graphic. And then the, Those colors, the weave yeah. of the fabric too. That Both Germany of them. Germany is nice. Yeah. Please hold while I find Germany. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. Yep. Yeah. Mate, so, what, about, what about the sleeves on the Belgium one? The Belgium home kit. Yeah, the flames. The socks, <laughs> the socks carry the flames too, actually. So. <laughs> Do they? <laughs> yeah, that's quite quite an interesting one um are they knitted the socks yes yeah okay yeah i have seen an image of them um and then the the argentina ones kind of got that similar flamey look but that's their their sun on their flag sort of inverted the argentina away that's another one that's been up there on kid of the month competitions and and whatever um, and then this is the first time as well that we've seen the Adidas logo without the text. Yes, I this think we spoke. Their, about, this is their release of that. So we spoke about that. Geez, that probably would have been coming on six months ago now. I think that was yeah. kind of um, being thrown around. It looks so much better, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it's so much simpler. I don't know if it looks great with a key line around it, but whatever um yeah. and then interestingly on the belgium one they've put the pattern through it as well so uh, belgium where? away the white one. Oh yeah yep yeah so that actually looks kind of cool yeah i don't mind it i'm loving where we're at like some of these are obviously they've gone for a big hit and they've missed yeah but but you know where we are at at the moment with technology and creativity we're at near peak i think when it comes to this type of stuff yeah what's going to be next day eh? this is the peak of this sort of digital technology. digital will be next yeah. i think guys 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 have you seen the nike leaks the nike world cup leaks i wasn't going to think... mention them because they are just leaks but yeah go I'm on not, then not here to fuck spiders i've just dropped the link beneath the adidas link Yep, Mason's on it. And I think these are the best. Um, that that Brazil away, it's got some sort of uh, some sort of cheetah, like cheetah or leopard bloody print on the sleeves. Looks sick. It's Croatian actually on the, it's on the home as well. It's just really tonal. So depending on your screen, yeah. you might not be able to see it. And then I think we spoke home, about we spoke about the collar on that one, right? Yeah. Have you seen the collar on that home one kit? It's got the like brazil flag underneath the tab yes yeah yeah yeah. he listened um, to the episode so he would have known what a guy yeah only listens when he's not featured <laughs> i don't know i listen listen to our interview once <laughs> um, that that croatian one is so good way better than the serbian one um fyi but 
Uh, I, might, <laughs> I might buy that. Even the, even the the England home, the the France home, just such a classy. Are you a fan kit. of the England home? Yeah, I quite like it. Oh, that's um, one of the worst things I've ever seen. Portugal kits are quite <laughs> nice. France or France? France is good. France, France is beautiful. The France home is nice. What about the Angle South Korean away kit? It looks like a bus seat. <laughs> it is just, a bus seat, surely. Yeah, and, that's um, a bus seat. <laughs> I just can't stand that the seam on the front, how low it goes. Yeah. It just doesn't do anything nice for the shape of the shirt. Oh, and then that USA away kit's like a tie-dye sort of graphic. Uh, wow, but uh, sound like kids in a candy store at the moment. Yeah, yeah, I think <laughs> so professional we are. Oh, Nixon, <laughs> an Adidas fan. I t- I tend to prefer Adidas, but I think these Nike ones are my favourite. Um, and I mean the biggest one for myself and you, Mason, is the, the new Australian kits. Um, obviously the home was. I wouldn't even know what to call that pattern. It's almost like a sort of a. Almost looks like a bleached sort of pattern. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think like a like a rust almost. Yeah, total yeah. rusty. Pattern. Just a text. Yeah, rust texture. Yeah, yeah. tonal. But the sleeves are slightly different to the front, right? Yeah, like which is the, strange. The sleeves are more uh, open, yeah. whereas the the front panel is more tight knit. I don't mind it. It's certainly not my worst. Uh, Socceroos, so, certainly not the worst Socceroos kid I've seen, but that away kid is shit ass. Yeah, who's who's decision? <laughs> That's a rash shirt. It does <laughs> yeah. look like that. It's like a what? It's a. I guess you'd call it a navy blue with mint. Probably That's not. my problem with that that t- Nike template is every single one that's got the different color top collar piece just looks like a rash shirt. The mm. Tottenham away for the season or third or whatever. It looks awful. Mm. Looks like you're wearing a cravat. I don't know what that is, but I'll agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently the Australian is the same template as the Wolfsburg 2022-23 home. So if you click yeah, just on that. The, just the cut. Oh, it's the cut, not the color. Yeah, yeah. Strike that. Cut that out, Mason, future Mason. <laughs> I don't know. I'll I'll let you have that one kit, but I'll stick with my uh my Germany and Mexico away, I think, for the World Cup kits. No problem. And, and we've got center aligned, if we're going back to Adidas for a second, center aligned logos on the Spain away. Which yeah, which is it's a, it's I, that's one I don't design. like. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a fan of that one. Although that design again is on the socks, so they're going all out with their sock designs as well. Um, mm-hmm. And then the Spain home is like very retro. So, What else you got, Chief? Uh, the <laughs> Fiorentina third kit, um, which I'm a big fan of. Um, we talked about their fourth kit design contest, so that'll be released soonish, I'm sure, and we'll talk about that. But this third kit, sort of like a ink navy with gold trim and um sublimated logo pattern throughout um different sizes of the logos creating like this nice tile texture so i think it looks fantastic this one i second that looks like we've got a um a silicon badge as the the crest on the left side they like them over in europe (sighs) yeah uh shocking logo on the right the right chest but i guess we'll put up with that 
Um, the color combo is mint. Um, yeah, not the color mint, but the <laughs> the uh, cherry on top mint. Yeah, I'm digging the whole digging the whole thing. The the sublimated tonal texture. Yep. That's that sandy gold color. Have we got an official name for that color? I know we call it gold sometimes, but for the listeners, is yeah. there yeah. like a tan gold? Tan sand gold, yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, bronze gold. Yeah. That uh, um those logos are high though, which is interesting. I don't mind the high logo, but that's pushing it. Well, don't judge someone by their habits. What about <laughs> the banding along the bottom? I don't mind it too. I think it sits well with the um yeah. with the shorts. And then no, following through with the socks. I think yeah. With it it's fine. Without it would be fine. So just another nice little touch. So how long until we got to the World Cup? I know that uh it's in like Argentina. December this year. So exciting. The winter world cup for the first time because Saudi, where is it? Qatar. Qatar's too hot, obviously in the summer. So decent Um, time zone for us. Is it? They've um, flipped the whole world football schedule on itself for a bit of money. Um, Yeah. Yeah. November 20th to December 18. And the time zone, um, not the best for us. It's one thirty in the afternoon in Qatar right now. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be another two, three AM wake up. I think Aussies are used to uh staying up until all hours to watch a Socceroos match anyway, aren't we? I think that's you... just part of the DNA, right? Who are you supporting, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've always been drawn to Germany because of their kits, so this year will be no different with those two. I Somehow both that of them doesn't in 2018. surprise me. Doesn't surprise me in the slightest after... Ah, oh, don't worry. After? Has <laughs> <laughs> he gone down a, a route that he probably wants to backtrack on? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, looking at our... anything. He just made it sound like something. Oh, just hearing that you support Germany matches up with some of your uh, political views that I've heard the last couple of weeks. Oh, here we go. <laughs> your ideologies. <laughs> Jesus. Cut that, Mason. <laughs> Future Mason. Uh, yeah, I think looking looking at our schedule, I think we were, we were chatting around uh, finishing up the weeks after the World Cup, so we'll probably do a special, I guess, a review afterwards when we see them in the flesh. To well, not in the flesh, but on the screen in the flesh. Uh, so I see get how to they talk compare. about Germany's away again. Yeah, oh, no, nah, we might just limit that. I think. Oh, okay, I'll skip that episode then. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you'll be headlining that episode. We'll be relying on you. <laughs> well, I will be anyway. Guys, Jared Berry, free to play. Which you'll both be happy oh, with. Hey! I guess an elbow in the face is worth it. That's good. How are we going with uh, photos prep? Field of Design Awards. Can't wait. Uh, after this week, we've got a few more to add, I think. Very good call. Um, listeners at, at home, what are your thoughts? Uh, are there any there that we've missed or should be highly raving about? Um, send us through your recommendations for Jersey of the Year. Um, we're compiling a list and we do want to hear from you. So reach out and you can do that via sending us an email, fieldofdesignpodcast at gmail.com 
or send us a message, comment, or tag us via Instagram at Field of Design Podcast. As always, uh, if you've liked what you're hearing um, or have a suggestion on something that we can talk about, please reach out. And uh, don't forget to share the podcast with your friends or enemies. Um, I think that pretty much wraps it up, guys. Uh, oh, don't forget to leave a review and some stars on your preferred podcast app. Kit, what do you reckon? Yeah, 15 stars. I mean, we got a few messages. Do we want to read them out? Go on then. Uh, we got a message from Matt Horsey. Uh Basically saying the Broncos' first colour scheme was going to be the blue for Brisbane City Council slash the blue skies and crystal blue water of Queensland beaches. They changed their mind because it was colours already used and also wanted to appease the Queensland audience by using maroon and gold. Sorry, by using maroon and the gold represents the sandy beaches. Why the beaches turned into teal by the time they did those seven (laughs) series in 1995, I don't know. Um, An evolution. Yeah, which is interesting. And then uh, we got a few messages from our mate Sean Castelline. Is that how you say it, Mason? Yeah, that's the, it. With design. Castelline rhymes with design. Regular listener. Brought to our attention a couple of uh, books that are out or just about to be out uh, documenting the, the different Guernseys that the South Australian AFL teams have worn. So they look pretty cool. I think we agreed that if our teams ever did the same, we'd, we'd jump on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and also he brought up the uh, the Socceroos Centenary Supporter Kits, which uh, I think have just been dropped recently. That's it. I've got them here, actually. Uh, thanks, Nick, for p- putting those in the show notes. <laughs> uh, yeah, inaugural Australian men's national football team took the field in 1922 in New Zealand following a tour invitation from New Zealand's peak football body. Oh, and... fuck, we're so welcoming. Oh, such gentlemen with beautiful language, too. Um, yeah, so what are we looking at here? Blue, like a sky blue. That's the thing, eh? Like before we were green and gold, we were sky blue and maroon, weren't we? Yeah, because there was that uh, kangaroos. What Was that a centenary or a retro jersey back when they played like the all golds? Yeah, it rugby was, league. Yeah. Yeah. They, at the SCG, it was the maroon and sky blue hoops. Um, yeah, and there's speculation we might see something similar to this in the the um the catalog again very soon i think on along all of our friends on instagram um who are they jersey watcher i think have speculated that we might be seeing some players take the field with something like this soon wouldn't be a bad look one thing i'll say about some of the uh, football australia uh repros that they've done recently is they seem to have redone the spew jersey and is probably missing my favourite component of that particular <laughs> shirt. I knew you were going to bring this up. <laughs> uh, so for all our new listeners, however many hundred thousand, hundred, you know, hundreds of thousands of you there is, uh, I t- told a bit of a funny story where I created one of the re- repros and snuck my initials on the centre front. So that cheeky little mistake seems to have been rectified, unfortunately, for me. Maybe someone else has put their initials in. Maybe the design, designer was listening and have gone, scrub that out. I'm going to hide my initials in there somewhere. You'll have to buy one and see if you can find them. I can only hope. But, I mean, you know, when you play down the playground, you know, play down the playground when you're a kid and, you know, people would scratch their initials onto the tree trunk. 
You never did that and scraped out everyone else's initials. So I'd like to think they've kept a KL in there somewhere as well. <laughs> so it's just, just out of respect. It's just an ongoing collaboration. There should be an understanding now. If you ever touch the Spew jersey, you add the initials that were there before and you add your own. In a, in a few generations' time, it'll be less Spew and more just uh, <laughs> alphabet <Some> spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Too true. <laughs> All right, guys. Do us. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Don't forget to leave a review, as I said, and some stars. I think we're at 15 for this episode. Um, Good luck trying to get 15 in there. You might just have to do five, three times. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to my co-hosts and Jersey boys, Nick and Kit. And I think we have a guest on next week. So uh, they're flowing in at the moment. So stay tuned for that. Brilliant. You want to jog? Nice. Time flies like an arrow, fruit flies like a banana. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. You get it? We got it. (laughs) You might not like it, but we got it. (laughs) Nick's trying to Google it and find it. Yeah, I didn't didn't get it at all. (laughs) 